Corey Phillips, 47, Tommy Boy. So I would say regarding leadership concepts, it was the understanding that leadership is practiced that really woke me up when it came to how F3 impacted my understanding of what leadership is. You know, leadership is, it's evolutionary. It's not revolutionary. There's no one person or book that's changing the game when it comes to leadership. I mean, there are time-tested methods and, and anything that you read is a different way. Any good thing that you read is a different way for somebody to say something that's been said before. They just may say it in such a way that it that it sparks something within you. Uh, at the end of the day, it's if you can visualize it, if you can articulate it well to those who you might be able to then persuade to follow you, and when the going gets tough, you can prescribe to them exhortation to keep them moving, to keep them busting down walls, that's leadership. Uh, then you rinse and repeat, and that's AKA, that's practice. How does F3 impact others in our community? Uh, I think that when a guy is out in his community, he's practicing virtuous leadership and seeking to serve. He's looking for either ways to support what's going right or ways to solve problems. That's that whole idea of being free to lead. And those that come along with, with his side or by his side, you know, there's your shared leadership team. Or, or maybe they're a servant leader that just wants to support the solution. You know, everyone in that instance benefits, and that's the invigoration of male community leadership. The circle of trust. Now, if you're if you're not part of the F3, I don't want to mention that in today's episode. Just give you a little rundown. So F3 is an organization focused on helping men um, be successful, successful in just about every definition you can really think about, you know, from leadership to being a good father, to being a good neighbor, to being a good human being, you know, to giving back, to practicing gratitude, to being vulnerable, to lending a hand, you know, just, just, uh, I mean, I, I can go on and on and on. Now for today's episode, I wanted to focus on this concept of the circle of trust. And, and really it doesn't have a, it's not solely focused on those that are part of F3. In case you're listening and you're not part of F3, and I was talking to some of the pack members about this code name for the guys out there. You know, we're hanging out and just little conversations here and there. So that it had me thinking about that the foundation, right? The concept, the philosophy behind the circle of trust. And as, as I'm pulling it up and, and reading through the literature and looking at it, it, it's focused on creating a space, right? Creating a space where you're ending a workout. So you got these guys, just so you picture it, got a bunch of guys there, like 20 or 30, and we're working out, we're sweating, really just pushing each other, supporting each other. And then towards the very end, we all huddle up, like you do in most sports, which I find that interesting. This concept of the circle of trust, it highlights what happens in a lot of sports. It highlights what happens in a lot of business meetings, right? When you bring people together, community. So you come together at the very end of the workout, and we, we have the circle now. Right, we embody the circle physically, like people are literally making a circle. And during this space of trust, you you share. And and what's nice is there's not like a really definite item. You can share what's on your mind. You can share maybe gratitude that you're experiencing. You can share vulnerability if things are going rough in life, and maybe just throw that out there to see what supports around. Or maybe you just want to vent it, right? You want to put it out there. So I started thinking about that, just my brain kind of spinning here. I talked to a couple of guys, one of them being Hall Pass. There's a few other names out there where I've chatted with you 
and, and it's around this topic. And I received so much, so much uh, guidance and support back. And I kind of took a lot of notes here, so I'll share them with you. And one of the one, one of the big items that I want to share is the circle of trust and its connection to, at least from what I see, the the quote Mahatma Gandhi of "Be the change you wish to see in the world." So when you're in the circle of trust, you got these guys, and we're all sharing, right? So maybe maybe somebody's sharing, hey. I want, I want to put it out there that I want, I want I want to be motivated. I want somebody to say, hey, wake up in the morning to the 5.30 workout. So then the guys listening are like, all right, you know, what's what's your cell phone number? We'll text you. We'll, we'll, we'll get you up. We'll be there to support you. And then maybe somebody else shares, hey, listen, um, uh, something tragic took place. We had a family uh, death or, or someone's really struggling. So now we're holding pain for that individual. And maybe somebody's just sharing good news. Like, hey, my, my kids graduated from high school. They're going to college. We're excited. So people are sharing items from different spaces of life. And I connect a lot of that to the, the quote of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. Because in that circle of trust, it's a space of kindness. It's a space of humanity. It's a space of forgiveness. It's a space of love. It's a space of compassion. It's a space where you're extending this essence of we're healing, we're growing, and we're focused on each other, and we're focused on ourselves. And it all happens in this space. So the quote itself of be the change you wish to see in the world, that can individually, it can start with you. Like what change do I want to see in myself? And then what change do I want to see in the world? Now we're in this circle and then we could look at what change do we want to see in each other? What change do we want to see maybe in the organization? So this is just my mind kind of going here and in a lot of directions. I was thinking about for, for us as individuals in life, how can we take this circle of trust to different spaces? So if you're listening, it would be that you go home with your family, maybe with your spouse or with your kids, and you and you huddle up and you go, hey, how can we create a space here that's focused on kindness, forgiveness, that embodies a space of healing, a space of recovering, a space of restoration, a space where maybe the kids share, hey, this is what went well, and this is what didn't go well, but not for, for us as parents to judge them, but instead to just hold that space with them. And then what did the circle of trust become something that we bring into our work? So now you're with your, your co-workers, or if you're the uh, big honcho there, if you're the, the boss, if you were the supervisor, you bring in the employees with you and you say, hey, listen, this is a safe space. You know, what's on your mind? What do you want to bring to the table? What's, what's really cool about this, I use the word cool, is if you look at research, like research that focuses on successful companies, Research that focuses on successful relationships between um, intimate partners. Research that focuses on successful family relationships, you know, within a family system. All of them highlight the importance of that unity, of bringing people together and holding a sense of respect, holding a sense of admiration, holding a sense of consideration. So when you have this, this idea of... A circle of trust. Many of us, we've probably been practicing it for, for years now. And what I like about the organization of F3 that I'm part of, and maybe many of you listening, is that it's consistent. It's every workout. At the end, you have this circle of trust. Now, as um, myself, as a mental health professional outside of um, just the, the member of F3, I think about that in that professional realm. And I think about that beyond the professional realm where I look at myself as a father, I look at myself as a spouse, as a community member, and I think about how can I continue to replicate this? Because there's 
there's fruits there, right? The fruits of our labor, they, they come out and you see the benefit. So I'll, I'll share some stories with you. I started doing this with my kids where when they're out of school, right? We've got homework and all the things that we do as parents. So at some point I take them outside and we're playing some basketball. Maybe we're playing some soccer or we're going for a hike. And towards the end of it, I'll, I'll bring them in and I'll, and I'll say, hey, tell me some co- some cool things that happened today. You know, what's something really interesting or a struggle that you had? Typically, what I do in the beginning is I share my own vulnerability, right? So I take that leadership role to let them know, hey, this is a safe space. This is a space where we can support one another. So I may share something silly that took place or I may share a struggle that went down. And then I just let it out and, and I wait with them, right? So it's me, my son, my daughter, and I look for what takes place. And then they share. And here's what's really nice about it. Over time, I can tell that we're getting closer together. Over time, I can tell that they're feeling more comfortable to be vulnerable with me. And I, and I feel that same way with them too. And, and that, that, in essence, highlights a relationship, right? A relationship is not given that you will, without a doubt, have a wonderful relationship with a spouse or with a parent or with a sibling or with a friend, right? Relationships require consistent investment, consistent investment of work. So that's where the second tier I want to share with you. It's interesting that with the that circle of trust at the end of every workout, it's just that. It's at the end of every single workout, right? It's not skipped. So I think that's where sometimes we fall short. And, and I know that I've been there in that position. So when, when you look at the practice of, all right, you're hanging out with somebody, just like, you know, the guys were working out together. And at the end, you bring it all in and then you share some thoughts, you share some words, you connect, right? On a compassionate, humanistic level, you connect. It, it feels wonderful, but it's it's not enough to just do it one time or every so often. And we tend to see the negative effect when it's not done consistently, because sometimes this happens in other spaces. You know, maybe the other space is an intimate relationship. Maybe it's a relationship with a friend or a sibling or a parent, or maybe it's a job, my encouragement to anyone listening is to start from the start from the end in mind, right? Which which is a nice uh, highlight there from the book of uh, Seven Habits of I believe I believe the book is called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen Covey. One of those is uh, hopefully I pronounced that name right. Is the end in mind. So picture what that end result is. So if you look at your life and you think and you think to yourself and you say, okay, the end result is that I want to have a healthy and successful, loving relationship. And all of my domains of life, like with my family, my spouse, my community, my kids, my work, myself, etc. All right, beautiful. I love that for you. Now, the next step would be how do you implement this strategy, right? So the strategy here, in essence, is the circle of trust. And, and that's just one term for it, right? This term itself it has been used in so many other spaces. So we're just changing some words around and we're calling it. And it's not mine, it's part of the F3 organization, so I'm pulling it from there. But what I'm sharing with you is you probably have seen those words in other spaces just called something else. Right, like in the sports field, bring it in. Right, bring it in, boys. And it may, 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 may some, some of you who maybe were baseball players, football players, or, or some sort of athlete, you had a coach that said, bring it in, bring it in. Right, so that, that, that's a, a very similar parallel example of it. So now you've got this idea of what your end in mind is. Great. Next step is you have this system. So the system is create the circle of trust. And you place it in every category 
of your life. So you place it with your friends. You place it with your work. You place it with your spouse. And you go on and on and on. And then you do the third step, which is rinse and repeat. And as you rinse and repeat, please ensure that you're rinsing, you're repeating, and you're tweaking. So that you, you've got, you got to throw in that tweak there too, because there may be some items you've got to fine tune. So rinse and repeat would be that you're doing this as a system within your life, meaning it's a habit that you consistently do. And then you tweak it to ensure that you're perfecting it, you're improving it over time. So now you've got this wonderful system that you can implement into your life. And it works. You know, we, we've seen it work all the way from literature, meaning research. We've seen it work in, in organizations. We've seen it work in sports and in um, relationships between uh, partners, siblings, and so forth. So beyond a doubt, it works. The importance is it's in your hands now. And are you going to take that step? Are you going to, are you going to take that journey and say, all right. I've, I've got these tools, right? I've got this hammer in my hand. Now I'm going to go use it. And I hope so. I hope that you will. And as you do use it, my second hope is that you teach other people what you're doing because you're going to see that it provides something really rich in your life. And my hope is that you love that and you enjoy it and it brings you all of the wonderful fruits. But I also hope that you you teach that to somebody else. You teach that to your neighbor. You teach that to your friends. It's not a secret to be kept. It's something to give away. And and the more that we can help others, you know, that that's a that's a ripple effect. And I want to be a part of that ripple. And I think you do too. All right. Thank you for listening to today. Let me know what you think. If you catch me out there in the gloom, if you catch me out there walking through a target. And you've heard today's episode. Let me know your thoughts on it. Thank you for sharing space with me. Oh,